Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Ghouls dance in the shadows, drinkers long past closing time, sipping an ethereal pint at the moon underwater. I'm Robbie Knox and I'm the landlord of the moon underwater, a mystical place where guests create their dream pub. Dan, how are you? I'm very well, thanks, Robbie. How are you? Very well indeed. You're looking well. Thanks, mate. Yeah, I feel, I feel well. I've had a haircut. Yeah? Yeah. Um, thank what you. you. What did you ask for to get that? <laughs> well, it's, a, it's an interesting story, that, because um, I, I cheated on my hairdresser. I went, I, I've been going there for about 10 years. Right. And the price has been going up a bit. Wow. Um, in, in the new realm, <laughs> in the yeah. correct realm. Yeah, yeah they don't and, talk about realm inflation enough, do they? No, we? they don't. Yeah. And um, so I decided to go to another one that was half the price. And I said, oh, and normally I just say to my guy, oh, can you just make it shorter? <laughs> and um, you know, that's the only real option I had, guy. It is, yeah. And, uh, and, and I, I didn't, he just got these clippers out and was just shearing my head. Yeah. Um, and, and, and as he sheared, I thought that's way too much. But at that point, it was too late. So oh, yeah, it's gone quite short. It suits you. It suits you. What have you been up to this week? Yeah, getting my hair cut. Yeah, just, just that's what it was. I, and mainly ducking past my my old my, my usual hairdresser yeah. in case he sees me out the window and he goes, "Hang on a minute." Well, it's his own fault for putting the prices yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. I suppose. Yeah. Do you know what I saw you doing the other day? I saw you were refereeing the other Realm Netball <laughs> tournament the other yeah. day. Yeah. Well, as you know, I do like to get involved in the local sports. Yeah, I mean, I've never played netball before, so I was wondering yep. if you could just explain like, the basic rules to me. Sure. Uh, in netball, you're not allowed to travel with the ball. Yep. You can only catch and throw. You're allowed to pivot on one foot, but that's right. it. Um, and different positions are only allowed in different areas across the pitch. That's the bit I've not really understood. Could you yep. sort of explain roughly who can stand where? Yeah. So the goalkeeper can only stand in the uh, semicircle of the goal area. Goal defender can be in the back third or the goal area. Center is only in the center area. Wing defense can be in the center or the or the defending third. Wing attack can be in the center or the final third. 
goal attack can mean the final third and the semicircle, and goal shooter can only be in the attacking uh, semicircle. There you go. You didn't expect that, <laughs> did you? I have absolutely no idea whether you've made all of that up or if it's actually correct. <laughs> but as for, well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose that does make sense. That's why you get to be a referee. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. How disappointing. <laughs> look, out, look out the window there, Dan. Look out there. Oh. Who, who is that riding up to the pub on a ghostly steed? Why is the host of this Paranormal Life podcast, Rory Powers? Rory, how are you? Bring, hello. <laughs> I like that sound effect. <laughs> yeah, right. Are you guys open? Is yes, yeah, we are. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. Come in. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the correct realm. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, interesting to note, I also cheated on my hairdresser yeah. uh, this month. For wow. the first time, and it feels uh, really weird. It, it does feel weird. It really. I have to start wearing hats yeah. around my old hairdressers, <laughs> yeah, exactly. so he doesn't know. Yeah, you know, he's probably wondering where I'm been. He's like, Roy's well, hair's yeah. probably getting pretty long by now. He should be coming in any time now." How long have you been with the old hairdresser? Uh, quite a few, quite a few months. But okay. for the exact same reason, the prices yeah. got so high, I had to look at somewhere that was a little bit cheaper, and. Uh, I regret it. I should have just paid the price because now I'm physically paying the price. <laughs> it was one of those haircuts where as I'm telling the person what I wanted, they've like kind of already started cutting. Oh, and I'm like, wow. this is not going to go. No. You're already tuned out. It was not a good experience. Yeah. And you can't I, say stop. Yeah. You, you just have, well, I'm not, that's it now. I'm, I'm stuck. Yeah. And, and for some reason, hairdressing is the one profession where no matter what the outcome is, you always have to say, I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. With tears in your eyes, yeah. you know, looking like you just fell into a blender. <laughs> you're like, thank you so much. I think thank that's you. why they put the smock on. It sort of traps you. So you think you <laughs> yeah. haven't got any any chance to leave or to say anything. It's yeah. just, I'll just, I'll just, just smile and nod and then they might let me leave. They make you feel like a big baby. Yeah. They, they yeah. put the bib on you yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. like, you happy with your little haircut, buddy? And you're like, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I can't complain. I went to a hairdresser when I, years ago. I lived in Ealing. I went to this hairdresser there. It's a Polish woman. And she didn't, use, didn't have any scissors. She didn't use scissors. She just used like a razor blade for my entire haircut. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I was like, at first I was like, what's going on? But it was like amazing. It was like this, I don't know if it was meant to be, it was like this sort of cool, angular, sort of trendy haircut sort of thing. And my housemate Sally used to start going there as well. We're going like that. Wow. She's unconventional, but brilliant. Was she? Was it like a butterfly knife? She was doing all the tricks yeah, and like, stuff? It was like, sort of like a razor blade and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, it was... It was quite odd. She had a bit of clippers as well. She used for some bits, but mostly it was razor blades. So, but yeah, I've not seen her for a while. So lost, <laughs> element, lost her. element of danger into hairdressing. It's always nice. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. that's it the is. kind of place you tell your friends about, and then you go back to it like a week later, and the store never existed, yeah. and yeah. it's like it's been closed for twenty <laughs> yeah. years, and you're like, what? What the heck? <laughs> Rory, we are here to design your dream pub. Love are you this. a fan of the pub? I love the pub. I love the pub. Uh, if you can't tell by my dulcet tones this morning, I was at the pub last night. So, uh, doing research, obviously, for, yeah, for yeah, this. You know, I admire your commitment. Yeah. Sampling you. the different delicacies there, you know. So. What pub did you go to last night? Uh, we were in Shoreditch. We went to a little uh, old man pub called the Bricklayer's Arms. Okay. Which is fantastic. And then we went to one called the Reliance. Okay. Yeah. And then we ended up at uh, Blue's Kitchen, quite a popular Shoreditch place. Which is uh, a nice. uh, little rowdy, but very fun. Fabulous, mm -hmm. fabulous. What were your first memories of pubs growing up? Or? Well, I, I grew up um, alongside my co-host of the podcast, Kit. We grew up in Northern Ireland. So there's quite a big pub culture, as you can imagine. Uh, the only funny part being is the town that we grew up in was so small. 
I think really there only was two, three pubs that we had in our local town. So whenever we were kind of old enough to be able to go, it was quite a... It felt like unlocking a part of a map in a video game you hadn't seen before. <laughs> like you were underleveled and you weren't able to get into this place. Yeah. And then finally, when you got to go, it just, I don't know why it felt so enchanting. Because a lot of the pubs around where we grew up is real old man pubs. You know, it's uh, people are smoking indoors. I think they banned that a while ago, but for some reason it's fine here. <laughs> uh, they have like the, the pictures up on the wall of like the local golf teams and, and stuff like that. It's, it's a real charm to it. Whereabouts in Northern Ireland? Uh, Port Seward, so right up on the north coast. Okay, mm-hmm. near Coleraine. Very near Coleraine. Cool yeah, Rain. yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Uh, you know, three, four minutes away from Coleraine. Okay. Uh, very near uh, Port Rush as well. Yeah. Kind of in that that. In fact, it was Port Rush I went to. That was. was yeah, yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah. A lot of good pubs in Port Rush as well. Yeah. No, I went out. I had a little night out there, and it was, it was, it was excellent. It was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fabulous! And and when you started going to pubs, what was that first trip to a pub like? I think uh, I think we, like a lot of uh, youngsters did, I think we probably snuck in a few times before we were probably supposed to be going to the pub. <laughs> but um, we actually had some great memories with it because uh, me and a group of my friends when we were in uh, secondary school, we used to play uh, like acoustic music uh, at some of the local pubs when we were like 16 or so. Um, great way to get in. Fantastic yeah, 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 yeah. way to Very get clever. in. It, it, it was kind of like a little hack because yeah. you kind of then were obviously allowed into the pub. And then once you're in, they would be like, all right, we can uh, we can pay you guys. You know, it wasn't much like 20 pounds each for, for the for the night. It's like, or you guys want a couple of beers? Yeah. We're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take the beers. Yeah, because I'm worried if I take the money, you won't let me buy the beers. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm going to take the beers. <laughs> it was like a weird game show. You know, I'm going to take the beers, Dan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you. I'm going to walk away with the beers. Uh, so it was nice. We got to kind of spend a few evenings of the week kind of touring around these pubs, uh, playing Wonderwall to middle-aged women. It was <laughs> lovely. Very formative years. Yeah. <laughs> right, Rory. Well, let's get on to designing your pub. You get two choices of draft drinks here. What's your first one going to be? My first one is very much in the theme of Northern Ireland and old man pubs. It's going to be a Guinness. I I kind of had a weird journey with Guinness throughout my life. I think when I was growing up in Northern Ireland, you know, because in Ireland it's such a thing, you know, people love drinking Guinness. They'll go out and just have Guinness the entire night. And I think as a kid, I kind of revolted away from it a little bit because there's a certain... If you like Guinness, there's so many levels to being a fan of that drink. Yeah. You know, which is just, there's one which is just enjoying it. But then there's the people who, uh, you know, have all the different methods of pouring it. Mm. There's all the different ways that you need to drink it. You know, there's so many levels to it. And I think when I was younger, I kind of, I didn't like that fanfare and that fuss. I was like, just buy a drink and drink your drink. I don't care about all this stuff. But as I've gotten older... That's like the most fun part of it, you know, is like trying new pubs, seeing how they pour their Guinness, whether it's a good pint or not. Uh, a lot of my friends now play, I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, the Guinness game or Split in the G. Split the G, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like, that's that's, that's uh, taken over the world of Guinness, isn't it, recently? It's, yeah, and anything that combines drinking and games, competitive yeah. games, that's my weak spot right there. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely in the last few years, I've really fallen in love with Guinness. 
on, a, on another uh, another podcast I'll do, we were doing a tour of the UK. We're up in Edinburgh and we went into a pub after the show and they had like a split the G competition. If you did it at the bar... What is, yeah. what is the split the G so competition? You've got to you've got to start drinking your pint mm. and drink a certain amount and there's a certain point of the glass. Is it the G of the Guinness? Or yeah. Between the, the G and the... I think the, the goal is with your first big sip of Guinness to uh, get the, the black line of the Guinness right in the middle of the G okay. on your first sip. Yeah. yeah, it's quite an ingenious marketing tool that also means you just chug yeah. half your yeah. pints before <laughs> yeah. you even start. And you're like, oh, if we want to play again, I have, we yeah. have to order another round of Guinness. Yeah. So yeah, well, let's just our friend Stevie quick. did this and entered it because you could win a T-shirt if you got it right at this place. And then the woman said that he didn't. That he, it was he had he got it literally on it. Wow. He said no, but someone one of the other ones, other guys had filmed it. Yeah, we took it to VAR. Took it to like the man or someone else and went, look, and showed it. And then the other woman gave the t shirt. Oh, wow. Yeah. On, on appeal. So VAR does work. VAR works on this occasion, yeah, but not okay. sadly in, in football. I was worried that was going to have to go to court at some point. Yeah. You know, you got the video evidence up there, yeah, you're showing yeah, yeah. it in, fr- in front of the jury and everything. Being on this pod, people keep choosing Guinness. Yeah. I keep thinking about Guinness. <laughs> yeah. And then I keep going into pubs and going, I'm going to have a Guinness now. Yeah, I, I would drink Guinness when in Ireland. As yeah. You know, sort of um, embrace the culture. And all that, but um, or on St. Patrick's Day, if I'm not in Ireland. Yeah. But then beyond that, again, it's similar with this. I've I found myself thinking, oh, I quite fancy a Guinness now, which I didn't mm. really do before. But I, I don't know what I don't drink it enough to know what makes a good Guinness. I got friends who are really into Guinness, and they'll be saying oh, the bubbles here are great because of all this. Like, That's it. That's yeah. the levels to it. You know, yeah. people really take it far. So I mean, it's very early for the quiz, Robbie. But I mean, do you know what color Guinness is? I would have said a brownie oh, black. You don't know anything, do you? Right. I learned this on the, oh, yeah. the tour of the factory. Yeah. What colour is Guinness? I believe it's a dark red, right? Dark ruby red. Yeah. It's the official colour of Guinness. Is yeah. it though? It is. Roast and it's it comes from the roasted malted barley. But is it though? Because I have eyes. Dark ruby red. <laughs> it's a very very I've seen it though. Red. It's black. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely not. I don't I just don't think I I I get there saying that. Well, you know, if you want to take on the the might of Guinness. The Guinness your... cartel. Yeah. 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 I, to be fair, the Guinness people are passionate about Guinness. I don't really want to anger them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, okay, well, Ruby read it is then. <laughs> Wonderful. Rory, what's your second draft choice? Uh, I, I didn't realize how much of a theme I was going to have going here today, uh, but apparently Guinness it's extra a cold. It's a strong, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, extra cold Guinness. Yeah. Baby Guinness yeah. is my next yeah, yeah. one. Uh, my next choice is actually a lager called Rockshore which I don't know if either of you have ever had it before. Haven't had it, no. I have. I had it this year in Ireland. Really? It's quite new, isn't it? It is new, yeah. I think only in the last few years they've Mm. they've kind of rolled it out. Um, For those who don't know, it's a very light, refreshing lager. I think it actually might be made by the Guinness people. I think it's the same company that do it. Um, Yeah, that's right, yeah. Similar to, to you, I only had it for the first time, I think a couple of years ago. And the reason it was so special and I've got great memories with it is because right around the time the the like lockdown was ending, uh, I had a trip back to Northern Ireland to see some of my friends. And at that time they were all, like a lot of people were I think at that time, like getting into more outdoor physical stuff just as a way to socialize and get some exercise. And a lot of them back home got really into surfing. So when I was back, I was like, you know, I'm going to join you guys. I'm going to just get a cheap board wherever I can. We'll go out. I'm just going to, you know, get back into surfing. I don't think I've surfed since I was like 15 years old. And uh, 
we just on this trip, just every single day, you know, even on the coldest days, went out surfing. And it was right around that time, also on the trip, that Rockshore was kind of hitting the markets. And if you've ever been surfing or, you know, bodyboarding or even just spent a lot of time in the ocean, the first thing you put in your mouth after being in the water is the most incredible <laughs> tasting thing. You've yeah. only had salt water yeah. and nothing just in your mouth all day. So the first time I had that cold pint of Rockshore, just my pupils dilated. Oh. It was incredible. Where were you? Were you at a beachside bar, was it? Or was it, it actually was. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a great. little uh, beachside bar in Port Stewart that opened up not too long ago. Um, and it just became the drink of that trip. It was just going up in the morning, surfing, rock shores. Next day, surfing, rock shores. And it became so synonymous and a bit of a joke that... Uh, you know, we were we were all just having the best week ever, just boozing and surfing. It was it was great. That's brilliant. Because I, I know I know exactly what you mean about I don't surf, but I was I was in the summer in I was in Barcelona with our family and some friends, and we were all just out in the water in the evening, just for a few hours, just really lovely hot. Room. You are getting a lot of salt water in your face. Yeah, yeah. And then when you do sit down and have that nice cold lager, it's fabulous. It's incredible. Yeah. It's a- I haven't, as I said, I haven't tried it, but it's a beautiful looking beer. I sort of, I saw pictures online. I think, well, it looks nice, but then, well, obviously the the, the press pictures are going to look nice. But yeah. then I watched a couple of videos, and it is just a really gorgeous color, and like the the bubbles look amazing. It really it's just is. An odd thing to say, but it's true. Yeah, it's yeah, it's got a great look to it, and obviously their whole branding and stuff is very. It's like the wave, and it's the you know the rough coasts of Ireland. Yeah. That's what it's all inspired by. But I'm also a big fan of. Uh, you wouldn't have guessed by my first choice, but I really love just light beers, really light yeah. beers. I think when I first moved to London, you know, I went through the journey everyone does of the craft beers and the IPAs and the heavy stuff. And eventually you kind of just learn to really appreciate the really, the 4% just yeah. refreshing beers that are kind of like a soda, you know, a Diet Coke. You can just really yeah. drink them. Yeah. Really, really refreshing. I like, I like I really like Coors Light. I don't yeah. know, it's not because I just think it's such an easy drinking. It's so lager. good, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Just if I was gonna have a session and I wanted something I know I could just do for a long period of time, I go Coors Light every day. Mm. Madry that everyone goes on about now, made by Coors. Oh. Fun fact. Which one what is that one? Madry. Yeah, that's that's what everyone's into now. I haven't really heard young. of this. Is it's it like, a lager? Yeah. Oh. But everyone's like, Oh, Madry's amazing. It's like there's even like loads of memes about it and stuff and people talk about <laughs> how much they love Madry, but Hey, but of course, there we go. Mm. This is, I apparently yeah. didn't do enough research last <laughs> night. Head back tonight. Every day's a school day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I had it in Dublin Airport. Since we landed, we were waiting for a bus to get into the, the city sort of thing. It does seem to be everywhere in Ireland now. Yeah, yeah, I, I get a lot of flack, I think, as you do anytime uh, you're professing your love for one of these kind of like lighter beers there's always going to be the you know the beer heads who are like oh i can't believe you drink that piss you know it's basically (laughs) drinking water like yeah that's why i like it water's really nice it's refreshing yeah i think we need we need to change that actually it's changing i think yeah it definitely is yeah when i first moved here it was i had a lot of friends who you know if you told them you drank a corona they would scoff and be like you need this nine percent german beer that you know is only available in this corner shop yeah. on a wednesday and it's like well <laughs> i don't know maybe i don't need that it sounds like not that many people are buying it yeah so yeah. uh i'm fine with my little refreshing beers i think 
when I did Valencia Marathon, they had a little free bar at the end that did like these sort of <clears> well, <throat> these rattler sort of things, these little cans of fizzy sort of lemon beer, and I just lay on the floor just drinking one of those. Going, oh, that's that you talk about surfing oh, yeah, beers. Oh, post marathon beer, the first one I think is probably the greatest beer you How can have. How quickly does that go down? Oh, it's phenomenal. I did a, I don't do marathons, admittedly, but I've done the London 10K a few okay, times. Nice. A, a few of my friends run it to raise money for a charity called Special Effect. And uh, I think there was one year where, as you said, you know, when you cross the finish line, you get your medal and the little goodie bag with yeah. like the jet recovery gels yeah. and the healthy crisps and all that stuff. But I think one time they had... Uh, what's it Michelob Ultra is yeah. that what it's called yeah, the yeah, like yeah. really yeah. light beer a little can of that I, I basically inhaled it afterwards <laughs> and it's what you said that first you know drink afterwards is just incredible that's it's so delicious that's why I'm doing the marathon I don't particularly like running but <laughs> I'm, that toast. I'm doing it for I'm doing it for the pint afterwards which is great and then you have a few that <laughs> afternoon yeah but then you've you can't react too late because you've destroyed um, but then the next day having a full day of just eating and drinking Lisbon. You've had, there's no, you've burnt a million calories, so you can just, it's free food, free food, free drinks, or like that. it's like, why not? Not literally free, but in yeah. terms you've of- You've earned it, calories, yeah. You've earned absolutely. it, sort of thing. Guilt-free, and you just, I love it. And I cannot wait for that Monday. It's good, to, it's good to do it first. Uh, sorry, uh, good to do it after the run. Because oh, I, yeah. I, I once, <laughs> yeah. I once did- um, I was at university and we, uh, I was taking part in, uh, I can't remember what that thing was called, where you were basically in a team and over the course of a year you did different sports and competed against right. them. Oh, okay. And um, I did, I was down to do the 800 metres and there were so many people doing it, they went, oh, we're going to have to do it in two heats. So they, so one lot ran, ran round and then I went to go up for the second heat and there were still loads of people and I went, oh, they're going to do a third heat. So I turned off and walked away and, I, and I'd had a pint before the, the run because at that time we all thought that if we had, when we had a pint before we played football on a Friday afternoon it made us play better right. we all had that so we always had a drink before football so I'd done that and I thought well, maybe I'll run better uh, and I turned away and they ran it and I was like oh no so and everyone had gone so I went up to the sort of adjudicator and I said oh I missed the run and the, she was really annoyed with me and she was like all right you're gonna have to run it by yourself oh no <gasps> they didn't make you do so, that so well no because what happened was that our friend Dan who was one of the greatest 800 meter runners of his generation? Like he was late. Yeah, he was like thirteenth in the country for his yeah, age. He was genuinely uni. a brilliant. And then he met us, got drinking. Yeah. And, <laughs> there we go. and he said, uh, "It's all right, Dan. I'll pace make you for the first 400." And then his friend, who was also a brilliant 800 meter runner, because they'd already run it once, they yeah. said, "He'll pace make you for the second 400." So I was like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not a runner." Right, I was just doing it for fun, and I was trying to keep up with him all the way around. And he did me, he did my second four hundred. He was going, "Come on, Dan, you can't keep up. I've already done it. Like, Come on!" And I was like, I was like powering through, and I sort of and I did all right. I, my time was in the middle of the pack somewhere. Yeah, you could be proud of that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. And I finished, and I was walking around. I was going, "I do not feel well. I do not feel well at all." And I was just, I my head started swimming, and I was just thinking, "Oh my god, I couldn't really talk." I never felt anything quite like it. Yeah. And I sat down, that didn't help. I got up and walked, that didn't help. And then I went, oh my God, I think I'm going to throw up. And I, I ran to the to the <laughs> toilets. And I have never, ever 
quite thrown up in that it was coming out of my eyes it was, it was like my whole face like out my nose everything just, and it was just that pint of beer wow just, just like exploded out of my out face pores everywhere yeah, yeah it was just and then I immediately felt better like that squeezing good, a yeah. kitchen sponge <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. coming out of yeah. every hall yeah. Like, yeah. Ginger Dan the guy in question that you mentioned there he in his first year he was doing a maths course he didn't really understand much about maths I'm not sure why he was doing it as a subject but he was a bit nervous before the exam Exactly. And we we're on campus anyway. We'd done our exams already, I think. So we're saying, can I have a couple of pints just to sort of settle the nerves? <laughs> so we had two pints, which he said did help him during the exam okay. calm down a bit. But he said um, he got up for so many pisses during the exam that he thought he was cheating and searched him. <laughs> <laughs> thought he had some secret answers going to check in the toilets. Oh, I love he's just like, no, I'm so just an alcoholic. No, no, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just done two pints yeah, before just the exam. I'd drink, yeah. Um, oh, and the. When I did the Edinburgh Marathon a couple of years ago, my friend Mark was doing his first ever marathon. And I went beforehand. I thought, I'll have a coffee because I think the caffeine can quite help and all this sort of stuff. I got a black coffee. And he ordered a latte. I was like, oh, I can't imagine anything I'd want before running no. before 42 kilometres marathon. loads of dairy. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, <laughs> okay, that's a dreadful decision. Yeah. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, for those who don't know your podcast, what's the concept behind this paranormal life? Great question. So this paranormal life is a comedy paranormal podcast where every week we kind of pick one paranormal story uh, and tell it from start to finish and then come to a conclusion at the end as to whether or not we think it really is paranormal. And have, how did you become interested in the paranormal side of things? It's kind of a funny story. We basically, me and my friend, we, we grew up together. Um, we kind of worked together on and off for 20 years. So we started this show where from the very beginning, we claimed to be professional paranormal investigators. The, the irony being we know very little about the paranormal. 
Um, I've, li- I've listened to it. You, I mean, you do a very good job of sounding like you know a lot about the paranormal. I think the the, the cruel twist is through 350 episodes of the yeah. podcast, we <laughs> yeah. kind of have yeah. become experts yeah. a little bit, which is funny because you don't. We almost like Mr. Miyagi'd ourselves, where pe- <laughs> people kind of talk to us about it now, and we know everything. And it's like, oh my god. Oh my God, I do know everything about the you're paranormal. Not, one I listened to, your knowledge of sort of ancient religion was astounding. I was going, oh, wow. <laughs> they either know this stuff or they do a lot of research before they start. We do, yeah, we, we, we take a lot of pride in, um, you know, it, it's a comedy show and it's very lighthearted, but uh, we, we take a lot of pride in our kind of pre-production and post-production. So the, the episodes are entirely researched and we try and make it very like immersive and, and you can really lose yourself in the stories. Have you encountered many... Because a lot of haunted pubs in the country. Have you encountered many sort of haunted drinking yeah. venues? And- we actually, uh, I think it was for our 300th episode of the show, we did a tour of uh, four of the most haunted pubs in London. Oh, so, amazing. So we brought our you know Zoom recorder with us. We kind of like did a little pub crawl, interviewed some of the bar staff, told some stories about the ghosts that apparently, you know, still are there to this day. It was fantastic. I mean, you guys, I'm sure, know a lot about some of these old pubs in London, it's inc- it's incredible the history that yeah. you hear. Some of the ones in uh, Soho, you know, you'll read on Wikipedia, it's like Charles Dickens used to drink here, mm. you know? We went to one uh, that I can only get across to you how old it was by telling you that one of the people who used to drink at this pub was the guy who wrote the dictionary. <laughs> Samuel Johnson. <laughs> it's like, that's old. The guy who invented words. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> never, never thought that there was a person who wrote the first dictionary. Yeah, I guess someone Samuel had to. Johnson, yeah. Do you know the name? Dr. Johnson, yes. Wow. That's great knowledge. I mainly know that because there's an episode in Blackadder 3, uh, Blackadder 3, oh, where, right. uh, where uh, Robbie Coltrane is playing Dr. Johnson. Um, Dr. Johnson and his dictionary gets accidentally burned. It's a very good episode. On the subject <laughs> of old pubs, I went to the oldest pub in the world in Ireland, in Athlone. Wow, I, I don't know about this. Do you know how sure. old it is? Sorry, I, I, didn't, know, I didn't know earlier this year, but I can't very. remember. I think it was like 600 something, maybe. Oh. You're like, it was, it's where they wrote the thesaurus. But it was really old. But it was. Um, it was it was, it was fascinating. It's called Sean's Bar. The front, the outside of it looks like it's from the eighties, but inside yeah. it's, it's very old. It's like a, and it's right by the docks. It's got a sloping floor, so when it flooded, it would just, it would sort of go out the other side. Because it said, but apparently there'd be times it'd be knee deep. Wow. And people would still be drinking in there. That's when you know you got a good pub. Love that. Know, mm. when people are happy to keep drinking despite being knee deep in flooded water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you'd have to pay for that luxury experience these days. <laughs> yeah. You know. You know those little spas where the fish kind of nibble yeah. at your feet while you're relaxing. I've always yeah. been quite fascinated by that fish yeah. nibbling thing. Well, maybe you could, maybe Rory can put that in his pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Is there room? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's whatever you want. It's your pub. You can you can add a um, a, a fish nibbling station if you <laughs> if you require. One thing you do need, or two things you do need, are bottles or cans. Rory. Yes. Yeah. What's your first choice? First choice, uh, following the theme of uh, light beers, I'm going to go with a uh, Corona. I think if you're looking for uh, a drink in terms of the most drinkable, the most refreshing, um, a Corona with lime, fresh lime, you just can't beat it. It's summer, isn't it? It's, oh, I just love it. Anytime I'm at a bar and I don't quite know what I want yet, just Corona with lime is so refreshing. It's always such a great choice. Yeah. 
I remember the first time I got it and when I was 18 or whatever and they put lime in it I'm like wow this is exotic isn't it yeah this is you're like, Ooh, a how the other half will live <laughs> yeah what do you know about Corona Dan it's not I mean it's it's extremely popular in America yeah it's the biggest yeah, yeah. Uh, biggest um, top selling brand <coughs> of imported lager okay. in America um, it's got corn in it which I didn't realise really yeah, yeah it's one of the one of the ingredients yeah oh, it's quite a Mexican thing corn isn't yeah. it they love that um, Corona means crown and in Spain, until fairly recently, they couldn't call it Corona because there was a um, a vineyard which or a winemaker which owned the wow. owned the name Corona. Yeah, um, they call so it. for a long time they called it Coronita. Oh, and just okay. recently they've they've come to some sort of arrangement. It's called Corona now in wow. in Spain. Yeah. Cor- so when did that change? I've I think it, it was I've had 2016. It I think. So okay, so I must have been having Coronita when I had it. Yeah. Before I thought that was the little ones. They might be Corona I think, readers. I think they. I think since then they have they have done like little ones and called yeah. them Corona. Yeah. I got a. I got really into Coronas probably about seven years ago now, uh, and the way it kind of started. It's Coronas have almost become a bit of like a joke in our friend group about that's our drink that we always go to, uh, and the reason behind it was I, I used to work for a company called IGN, and uh, some of the guys that I worked with there. They're huge fans of the Fast and the Furious franchise. I've never seen a single no, one of no, those movies no, no. in my life. I think Corona is a big thing in those movies. I think they, that's what they drink. Right. Um, so uh, our friends hearing that a few of us had never seen the, the movies before, he had the great idea to essentially pick a Saturday where we would watch... I think there's 10 of them now or something. Yeah. We would watch all 10 back to back. Oh my God. In one day, just start in the morning... And go until we finished. And as part of that, I think he ordered something like 150 Coronas <laughs> on Amazon <laughs> that got delivered to the office. Uh, but right before and, we were and, about to do it. about 80 limes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lime tree was planted yeah, outside yeah. as well. Uh, right before we were supposed to do it, someone had to cancel because they were ill. We kept trying to postpone it and find a new date for it. But this was also in December. And, you know, I feel like December is kind of the month where things kind of slowly get away from you a little bit diet-wise, health-wise. So essentially, we kept pushing back this Fast and the Furious marathon. But in the meantime, we had 150 Coronas kind of sitting right beside us at the desks. So it kind of became a thing at like 4.35. It was like, you guys want a little Corona? I could could crack open a Corona. And I think we got to halfway through uh, December. We'd finished all 150 Coronas. Wow. And then because and you, we hadn't even and you scheduled. didn't have to watch the movies. And I didn't even have yeah, to watch yeah. the movies. It was great. a win-win. Yeah. It was great. But then, you know, as soon as we ran out, I think someone was like, all right, it's my round. I'll get the next 150. <laughs> 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 so yeah, it became yeah. a big thing with us just drinking uh, Coronas That's, in the office. Yeah, you yeah. got to make sure you remember your place in the round there. You don't want to get stung with two rounds in an yeah. evening. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. What's your second bottle of can? Uh, my, second bo- my second can I'm going to choose is I don't know if you guys have ever had this one before. This was a recent one for me. It's a white box squeezies margarita. I've never yeah, even I, heard of that. I had not heard of that at all. So I think this is quite a new thing. Mm. Okay. Um, you know, I I, uh, I live and work in uh, East London. Because of that, I'm sort of your cliche, I think, Londoner, whereas I, I like to frequent a lot of tap rooms and uh, lots of like uh, breweries and places like that 
which is great and it's lovely and you get to try a bunch of delicious independent beers. The only problem being when you're on your sixth microbrew of the night, it gets a little intense. Maybe you want to swap it up a little bit. Uh, a lot of breweries and places now start stocking these. They're essentially like little cocktails in a can. So they have a margarita, but they also have, you know, Cosmopolitan, Sex on the Beach, Long Island iced teas, whatever you want inside these little cans. And they're delicious. They're so good. And if you're ever, you know, want a little break from the beer, it's such a great choice. Super refreshing. It's really great. And great for a pub because we talked about this before on the podcast, haven't we, about there's nothing worse than being at the bar and just you just want a couple of pints and someone comes up and orders four sex on the beaches or something you're like yeah oh, or four different yeah. cocktails oh, yeah, or four different cocktails yeah but if they're just coming in cans they come in a can amazing the first time i had one as well because uh, i think it was just on the board and i was like okay i'll get a margarita uh, i didn't even realize that it was kind of pre-made and in the can and when i was drinking it i was like this is a really good margarita yeah. you know i was like genuinely quite impressed so uh yeah I- i've had it a few times now where even as l- a little break you know you'll have like two pints little margarita, almost like a palate cleanser, yeah. you know, and then you can go back to appreciating the lovely beers. Bars quite often these days will have a, like a slushy machine for margaritas, won't they? Have you seen those no, in the I bar? Seen. Oh, like a slush puppy of The frozen alcohol. margaritas? Yeah. yeah. They're really, they're nice. really good. Yeah. During then that the... takes away a bit of the waiting for a drink to be made as well. Right. Just pour you a little tango ice blast yeah, and exactly. <laughs> get on your way. Yeah. During the uh, pandemic, when we were in like real lockdown and everyone was kind of working from home, I got really into making my own frozen margaritas, uh, but then combining them with a Corona to make essentially like a frozen Corona reader. So you right. would—I didn't have a lot on, as you no, can tell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Especially about science. You, you would uh, basically make the the frozen margarita slushy, and then. There was a real art to it. I felt like a chemist or something. You'd have your, your bottle of Corona, your frozen margarita, and you essentially have to perfectly slam the bottle into the frozen margarita, ah. and it doesn't overflow or anything. And it means if you drink from a straw as you drink, the Corona pours into the frozen margarita. Oh, wow. It was, it's amazing. I, it's incredible. I read about this and I was going to go, hey, I'm going to combine your two things and sort of <laughs> present this great drink. And I thought, oh, you'll go, wow, I'm going to go oh, and, I'm going to have to so go and try that. But that's great that you've yeah. already had it. I'd never heard of that. It's incredible. It's really, Is it really nice? good. It's mind-blowing. It's really delicious. That's, I've tried to make cocktails a few times in my life before. I think everyone <laughs> at some point thinks they'll get really into it and they buy all the gear and they spend yeah. way too much on all the little ingredients you only use once a year. Yeah. Uh, I just can't do it. I, I think I tried to make a few of them and they all tasted terrible. Uh, but this, I can just about get my head around, the, the yeah. frozen Corona Rita. Does the taste change as you drink it as more and more Corona gets into the thing? Yeah, yeah a little bit. You get a little bit more of the beer as it kind of filters down, but nice. they it just goes really nicely together because obviously margarita is very like limey and it's got that really refreshing kick so then mixed with the corona it's it's incredible i got very lucky with making home cocktails um i read a great book by stanley tucci called taste which is mainly about his love of food but he's also got like he's a big he's big into cocktails if you follow him on instagram and he put his special negroni recipe in there and i've been getting into negronis the last year or so and i thought i'm gonna make stanley tucci's negroni so 
I ordered the ingredients off of Sainsbury's mm-hmm. and had had them delivered with like the weekly shop. You said that like it was going to be somewhere exotic. No, no, no. Yeah. There's, no there's no place I found yeah, called yeah. Sainsbury's. And the guy turns up at the door and he says, um, he goes, oh, I'm really sorry. Uh, when I came to load the truck, I didn't think they put your stuff in. So I got them to go and do it again. And then I've now realized that actually it was in there. I just missed it. So he said... Do you, do you want all this? You can have it for free. It's just easier for me to give it to you <gasps> rather than to take it back. And so the what? one week of my Sainsbury's shop where I'd ordered like sort of Martini Rosso and, and gin and stuff oh, like that. wow. It was like 50 quids worth of, of alcohol. And I went, yes, yes, I will have that for free. This Thank is a dream. Much. This is it incredible. unbelievable. I wish that had happened to me. Yeah. He was like, we actually brought you 300 Coronas. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. um, I guess we'll oh, take well, them. That's yeah. my next two rounds. Yeah, yeah. 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 Do you like Fast and the Furious? You want to come in and uh, watch a movie with us? That's I've, incredible. So they just let you keep all the yeah, extra booze? The, yeah, I think the guy was, was just like oh, easier nice. for him. Yeah, wow. and he can just write it off. Rory, do you like a pub quiz? Love a pub quiz. <sighs> You're yeah. in luck then. Dan, mm. take it away. Okay, phones away. Put a gag on Siri. It's quiz time. Elvis's black belt was in karate. I saw it on QI. No half points for saying J.K. Rowling is the lead singer of Jamiroquai. Moira Stewart. No, I'm afraid it was Gordon Honeycomb. Pub quiz time. So I thought it's got to involve something to do with the paranormal. Great. So um, Great. the pub quiz this week is a mixture of, of the paranormal and the music. Ooh, okay. 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 So three questions. We'll see how you do in the second part. Okay. okay. Are you ready? Disadvantage here. Question one. Materia Primoris was the name of the theme to which supernatural TV show? Question two. Echo and the Bunnymen recorded a cover of The Doors' People Are Strange for which vampire movie? And question three. The video to which song starts with the line, Honestly, we're out of gas. So well, I've three. got none out of three. <laughs> I think you might you might think that they're all quite hard. I would I would argue, like all good pub quizzes, if you don't know the answer, you can make a very good guess. All okay. three of those. Okay. There's, there's clues in. There's good clues in all of them. All right. Okay. Right. Well, we'll we will have a the answers to those after the break because it is now time to leave those of you who don't support the moon underwater on patreon if you'd like to subscribe head to moonunderpod.com to sign up and get ad free extended episodes a day early a monthly bonus podcast and access to the moon underwater social club on facebook we'll be back in part two where we'll continue creating rory's dream pub
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.